I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, my name is Muriel. I'm from South London. You are listening to Dane Baptiste Question Everything. My question is, what is your view on having more black front on television these days? Thank you. Hello everybody, welcome to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, a podcast for myself, comedian, writer and occasional actor Dane Baptiste, my producer friend Howard Cohen, aka The Hizzer. Hello. And a mix of very special guests pose the questions that need to be asked and we're talking everything from... Well, we're talking everything from Muriel, from South London's question, what is your view on having more black-fronted television? <laughs> Dane has no opinions about that, so I yeah, yeah. guess you, we can you have take, to You can take that one, on. Howard, you can take that one. Well, it's fucking obvious, isn't it? It's like, and you know, I don't. It's just obvious that we get, we are getting, we are. I hate that we're getting better thing, but you know what? We are actually making some improvements, and long may it continue to improve. Yeah, basically. Also, hi, Muriel. Muriel is a long-time listener and a friend of the podcast and a comedian herself. So, big up yourself, Muriel. Um, so, the answer is yes. Hopefully, you see your face on them TV screens as well. So, thank you very much. But suffice to say, on this podcast, we ask and answer all the questions, don't we, Dave? Absolutely. And if you do like the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify and you'll never miss an episode. Or subscribe to us on Acast, the world's biggest podcast network, where you can hear all the very special questions being answered by our very special guests. With that being said, on today's show is a British culinary and creative duo. Together, they founded one of the most subversive supper clubs in London with some of the capital's hottest comedians, chefs, and restaurants. Their signature three courses inspired by three comedy acts with a catalogue of chef collaborations from Black Hacks Mangal to Super Yaraman and comedians from Jamali Maddox to Marwan Rizwan. The duo produce events for the masses and brands from Nando's to ASOS that bring the performance to the play. And they have a weekly show on Foundation FM. Please, welcome to the show. Finally, Maria and Rhiannon from Mamsham. Yeah! The crowd goes we're, wild! We're there, guys. Don't worry. So that was actually our, our fans are actually here. We're doing like a live listen. Guys, please, can you calm down? We're that's, in the audience. That's the most excited any guest has got about themselves. That's okay. We, I'm that, excited. I'm, I'm excited mean, too. I'm excited too. Each other, it's not it? a compliment, was it? It's not. No, a it is. I want. I need to add some background to this as well. I need to add some context to this. Uh, the first time mm-hmm. I'm at Mamsham was not actually on this podcast, nor were they screaming fans at the foot of the stage where Dane was <laughs> bunning it down and turning every venue he appears at into Shellington Crescent. Actually, I was doing some promo <laughs> on uh, Clara. Her- Clara? What's that? Clara? Clara? I'll say Clara. It Clara, Clara Hermit show, Paris, but it was Ori. Was wasn't. No, who was no. actually there? Yeah, see, everybody was there. Oh, so we were doing the BBC. So let's just say we're doing a BBC London show, sure, and yeah. showed yeah, up, yeah. and the uh, the homegirls are there, and I was like, my goodness, these are literally two of the funniest people I've ever met <laughs> in my life, and I was like, insane. They the bants, it was wall to wall bants, and I it said was to myself, like bully mentality. Yeah, it was, I but I think I it came from a good place when you were bullying it me. A hundred percent. You know what? We only bully the people that we want to connect with and that we respect. Howard, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Howard. It was it was a good we'll it was a good we'll test. Bully I think. Yeah, I mean, I think, everyone bullies me. That's fine. It was a test. <laughs> you know, as a comedian, I think one of the biggest tests is. Oh, what's going on there? Sorry, lost my my headphones came out. Um, <laughs> it's a test. I think that you know, comedians should always be able to laugh at themselves first. So the guys Absolutely. came by, by with the bands by the bucket load to be like, "Is Dane <laughs> as cool as everyone says he is?" And lo and behold. I was. You Super were. cool. That's you really were. Super cool. And, 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 now, and now that's immortalised on this podcast. So that's right. for the record, right. there we go. It's worth letting listeners know at this point that there is some Chinese takeaway that these ladies yeah. have uh, ordered that is sitting yeah. waiting. I don't yeah. know how you could leave that. I could not leave that for yeah. the duration. Yeah, I don't, yeah. It's um, <laughs> it's not that this it's, pod, it's, it's it's like we're happy to be here, but like let's get on, you we've know. Like let's, yeah. let's get a We've had an amuse bouche of 
chips and dips. Yeah. So yeah, you know, true. we've we've yeah, I wouldn't really call that a dip. Eat. I'd call that I'd call that simulated tomato paste. But that's um, fine. Yeah. And I like, tomato, tomatoes are already genetically engineered anyway. What well, you? Bananas weren't originally yellow, and carrots weren't originally orange, Howard. And we're going to find out more about these culinary secrets in today's show. Or not. Who gives a shit? The point is, I'm so happy you guys are here. And some people say that your sweet and sour chicken balls become crispier when you leave them. You know, like when you open a bottle of wine. It's like if you take off the foil and let some air, let some some air get to that. Let the air touch the MSG. Let those those chemicals get percolating. It'll be like fresh out the wok. You'll be like, oh my goodness, are we at, uh, insert your favourite Asian fusion chef here. And then, yeah. Um, (laughs) The answer is yes. Well, Dane, I think it's probably time for a question as the format of this show dictates. That's right. We've got uh, Sweet Sour Chicken calling, so there's no time to waste. Uh, ladies, as our <laughs> very esteemed guest on the show, we invite you to ask our first question. Any question you would like, and we'd like to discuss for 15 minutes. And then Howard would like to pose a question to you. We will discuss the here's a question for 15 minutes and some change. And by then, just before that chicken gets to room temperature, I'm going to ask you a question <laughs> as well, which we'll answer. And when that's done, you guys will be ODing on delicious MSG, pineapple, mm. sweet and sour chicken balls, and telling our good uh, listeners where they can find out more about your good works how does that sound y'all that sounds like heaven lovely good good lovely the floor is yours to ask the first questions please okay so this is a really important question that me and Rhiannon ask ourselves and each other quite a lot constantly 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 Rhiannon how would you guys survive a zombie apocalypse Oh, we have been here before with Jamali Maddox, funnily enough, um, who I think you are a fan of. Um, but did he ask this? That? We have another question. Shall we do the other oh, question? Well, I mean, let's see. Wait, let's no, see no, no. We... it depends. Which one? Which of your questions would you rather know the answer to? Let, let's let's see. Let's see both. Let's yeah, see both you, for because there's two of you. You guys can have both. Yeah, yeah, and because exactly. you're the homies, and because I'm quite scared of the way you're both able to eviscerate my self-esteem, you can have two questions. <laughs> okay, shall I ask you the second question now or later? Sure. Ask. Go away. Go. Go and ask. <laughs> go that. away. Ask that. No, no, don't go away. Don't go Hold away. on. Ask that. that can be a second ask course. Away. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. It's. Oh, I don't know how to phrase it, but it's to do with the simulation. Mm-hmm. Are we? Are we in a simulation? That's it, really. Ah, cool. are we in the Matrix? Um, well, I wouldn't even say I wouldn't Matrix. I wouldn't even say Matrix. No. I don't think we're waking up anywhere else. This is it. Yeah, but I want to do backflips, Rihanna. Rihanna, I want to be able to do backflips, guys. So can we just have a little bit of Matrix simulation? Just a little bit. You can have a little bit, just a sprinkling. Yeah. I'm concerned, right? I'm concerned. Because today when we were on the train, we observed people on their phones. And then Rihanna was like, the phones are controlling us. And they're like making us more robotic. robotic. And then the phone, which is the robot, is getting more information and and it's becoming more human. That's true. What? Terrifying. Yeah. That's true. true. I think that's a very good observation you made, Rhiannon. Um, I think if you pay attention to a lot of the uh, divisions that uh, people are observing on social media, I have said before that it's because we are trying to contextualize our arguments and our narratives along binary lines because that's how artificial intelligence communicates with zeros and ones so the way we've now adapted that language is that when we talk on social media someone makes a statement by like i like this and that's a one and someone goes i don't like this and normally you'd be like okay you don't have to like it but i do but we now because it's in binary code interpret it as a zero that if that person doesn't like what we like we're opposed to them so mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why we're observing so much division because a lot of time with internet you know because we've been culture uh, we've kind of been conditioned to respond on the internet with a limited number of characters as well as emojis as well Mm -hmm. as like in the form of polls we have narrowed our uh, breadth of ability to respond so we've made it very closed in terms of saying yes or no when you answer polls or when you answer questions on Instagram or someone posts something goes do you think I should get this yes or no and it doesn't really leave us much breadth for discussion so that's the thing Mm. is that we are becoming more robotic in that sense I think but the, the 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 very specific way that you phrased it was is this a simulation which which i instantly think about the uh the philosopher Descartes, 
Uh, sure, as course. everyone else is right now. They of do. Course. First name that comes to mind. Our fans <laughs> Hashtag, just, have yeah. just said yes, and in a, in, in a, they're like, yeah, us too. So like, Hashtag, the whole 2000 <laughs> We all fucking have, we Hashtag, all hashtag day, yeah, Hashtag Descartes every day. But uh, do you know much about Descartes, guys? Because he was the bloke, uh, French philosopher, who said, how can I be sure that I'm not dreaming? So all of my life could just be... Uh, a dream and that's basically where the matrix and many other also, the, op- also the opening lines to bohemian rhapsody uh what is uh, how can i uh, real life yeah, yeah very good yeah do we have like can you can, are you allowed to sing that uh, yeah. Well, I won't get sued fully, <laughs> uh, as far as I'm aware. If you, if you get five seconds, and I will. But, I, thought but, that, that, I thought you had some kind of injunction. Did you I offend didn't... a member of Queen? Like Maria was like, "Are you sure you're allowed to do that now?" <laughs> I didn't mean like, does she have the rights? I meant Maria like, is she actually Queen's lawyer. <laughs> She's very concerned. I haven't signed any contracts. I am. Okay. Um, um, the, the idea this is, is just a yeah, this, I was something I'm worried about as a child. Yeah. What that you were always you're actually I, asleep. I can actually. Yeah, I used to worry about that all the time when yeah. I was a kid. And I actually got really into lucid dreaming. Yes, um, this is nuts, which I, I think is more proof of the simulation. In my early 20s, I was really, I like kind of nailed it for for a couple of years. And I, I need more detail on how you nailed it. I need much more detail. So on it was the best time for me to do it was waking up in the morning and then going back to sleep. So I couldn't do it like at night when I just needed the rest. But it got a bit mad because I'd wake up in the morning and I'd be like, do you know what? I could just go and do something really, really amazing right now. I could go flying or I could go up and make breakfast. And quite often I'd choose to to go and live in the dream for a little bit. That's really impressive. Yeah. And that is a testament to Rhiannon's concentration and like dedication. I yeah. do not have focus <laughs> for that. Sorry, how, how old were you when you were doing this dreaming? Like in my, like, it was around uni time. Like oh 20. fucking hell! Right, that's pretty. I, I I mean, I remember doing it as like a little kid, just when yeah, I, I wanted could do it to turn. When I was little, but right. then I bought it back. I got back wow. to the lucid. Maria, dreaming. are you but, doing yeah. those? Are you doing a face which was like this? Sounds exactly how a girl spoke in Paranormal Activity because I am. <laughs> I I feel like do you know what I feel I feel like these two are normalizing this behavior I feel oh. like these two are like oh yeah like I used to do that like how I used to go to the gym I don't know like it's a bit weird the oh, normalization lucid, for lucid dreaming well um Rhiannon could you uh, elaborate on the lucid dreaming for listeners that might not be aware of how lucid dreaming works please so it's when you go into a dream and you know that you're dreaming so therefore you can control what what happens in your dream um, yeah. yeah, it's pretty wild. You can watch simple, simple st- Viking life, everyone. It's yeah. kind of boring. A very easy it. example I can give listeners is when I was a kid and I used to have this reoccurring dream about being trapped in a zoo where there were giant insects in cages. And then occasionally <laughs> when I realized I was in this horrible situation, I would re- I would lucid dream and just, and just, I just suddenly Batman would be there and everything would be That's sweet it. pretty much. Yeah, that would be it, really. Just I don't even know. If, I don't even know if he got rid of the insects, really. Have you never done this, Mia? I've never had a lucid dream. Oh, you need. To I've never had a lucid dream. Have you ever had sleep paralysis, though, Maria? Yeah, so I actually get sleep hallucinations, which is like a yeah. step up. So I will wake up, and I think it's like at the point of maybe where I'm falling asleep, and I will wake up and I will see like literally a man or a small child or something scary in the corner of my room. And then I'll get out of bed screaming. Mm -hmm. And then by the time I'm out of bed, I'm like, oh, that was a dream. Or, which we also discussed today, I'm just haunted. We're not Mm, sure. We're worried about that. We are concerned. Mm. It's a concern. Because apparently people are haunted rather than places. I think think that, and I think that is absolutely true. I think uh, the idea (laughs) of haunting and apparitions is more of a comfort for the living in order to them to have an idea that there is some tangible when they die because if yes. you notice it's like how come no one died in the 70s based on like ghost films you know like ghost hunters it's always yes. why are they always trying to find victorian people like so people, yeah. people died so in the true. 70s and people didn't just die in yeah. the war and in victorian times like how come true. no one died they in the shell suit remember shell suits were so flammable there must be some dead people in shell suits but yeah. you never see a, 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 shell, a ghost in a shell suit why do you never see a ghost in a shell suit why do you never see like like a peeping tom who was in the park he got caught, ran away, got hit by a car, 
So how come there's no like you know yeah. ghosts in trench? Dane, it's um it's taken me 120 plus episodes to tell you that I once went to Blockbuster as a kid with my friend Howard. Another I had, I had a friend called Howard. That's a kid I've never told you before. Because right, we, um, we know that you were both the most popular boys <laughs> in the school because the two. I bet they were. I bet because they were. Howard's. How's it going, Howard? Yeah, obviously. So, were you called like um, Howard Squared? Oh my no, God. No, 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 no. Sadly not. Um, but um, oh, Dane, you've gone quiet. Oh, no, I was, I was doing my breath from laughing at your, you and your friend. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, the other Howard, the other Howard sat, we went to Blockbuster video to get a video, obviously. He um, sat on the radiator in his show suit and got stuck, he got burnt to the radiator and he had to get peeled out of it in, you know, in, he was, and he had to leave in his under, underpants, which was um, uh, a real Classic highlight of Howie. a shell suit. Classic yeah. Howie. Classic <laughs> yeah, Howie. Real, You're real so You're literally chuckling away at this traumatic Well, because it was, it was a shell funny. suit. It was funny. Yeah, yeah, it was a shell the, suit. The trousers thing. fused to his skin. I bet you Howie's listening to this right now having a horrible time. Yeah, he's crying. I bet. I bet what happens is that people go, Oi, Howie, do you remember that time you got your bum stuck to ready out? And he goes, That was the other Howard. It wasn't me, man. That was Howard. That was Howard too. You're Howard too. I'm Howard one. Actually, the biggest joke is that I've actually always been living in a fight club simulation and uh, there's just one Howard and it's just me and there's just two versions in my head. But I think going reasonable. back to ghosts, that they're proof that we're not in a simulation. But I think they're proof we're in a simulation. I don't, I don't, and I don't believe in ghosts, and I don't think ghosts exist. But because they're glitches. There you go. But here's the glitch, because I think everyone has a theory that makes sense. And the reason why we all think we're in a simulation is because the human consciousness is made up largely of your subconscious mind and not your conscious mind. So the stuff you take in during the day, every now and again, there will be a glitch. I don't think this is a glitch that is made up of. Uh, actual matter I think that is a glitch like you said within your own minds because we can haunt Mm -hmm. ourselves so for example whether or not we realise it on a subconscious level you are taking in images faces people all the time and I believe these are the same people that populate your dreams when you're sleeping because if you think about it when you're in a dream like say you're walking down the street who the fuck is the rest of the cast? You don't know. Mm. So mm. your brain obviously makes a note of these subconscious people and then populates your dream with them. And then what happens then is that your your mind is very capable of a metaphor as opposed to sending you direct messages. So for example, when we talk about haunting, um, dream studies of dreams show that the house or your home represents your body or your mind. So for example, mm. when I had my mm-hmm. first girlfriend and we broke up, took me a very long time to get over her. And then I had a dream that she came up at my front door and I wouldn't let her in. And I looked up what the dream meant and it meant that you're over her because you will no longer allow her into your heart. So basically, I think that um, the simulation, the answer to that is that it's a simulation. I don't think think that this is a simulation that exists outside of our own control. I think that as human beings, subconsciously, we uh, we are subject to suggestion and stimuli, um in our subconscious mind. And sometimes mm. when our mind is to tell us something, these things are projected to our conscious mind. So for example, when someone has uh, mental health issues like uh, schizophrenia or paranoid delusions, it's said that what happens tends to be is that the illusions come from the fact that if you are a victim of trauma, being able to be calm and rested or be able to have a decent night's sleep, for example, is very difficult. If you are unable to sleep, then your subconscious mind and your conscious mind, the line between those two things becomes very blurred, which means then during the day when your conscious mind is awake, you will have visions suggested to you by your subconscious mind, which would normally be, which is in short, dreaming while you're awake, which is why it looks like a simulation. So that's my theory is that the reason why everything seems like a simulation is because you are dealing with projections from your subconscious mind, which are a function of all of the external influences that you're not even aware you're taking in sometimes. So going back to what Rihanna was saying about the phones and stuff, it's a very interesting one because a lot of the time, what your phone does is that it's able to, because when your phone turns off, like, unlike old phones, there's no way you can tell it's actually off or that it's actually recording. So you might talk in your sleep or you might be re- uh, recanting something and your and your phone is picking it up and yeah. not necessarily getting a context of exactly who you are, which is mm-hmm. why it's only able to suggest stuff based on only what you say, not realising a lot of the time what we say belies our true thoughts. So you may make oh. a flippant comment about something like, you know, your boobs, and then all of a sudden cosmetic surgery begins to appear on your timeline? No, I no. Do you know what's fucked? I constantly get. I think this is actually racist for Greeks. I constantly get nose job stuff. 
Yeah, I'm, and I'm sure. And you know what? You know what? That, and that, hair that, removal cream. Absolutely. And you know what, Marie? I, I wouldn't die because when you're dealing with capitalism, especially, you're always going to be pushing people towards a more Eurocentric view. So if you have an algorithm which does reference your culture or your heritage, then these same algorithms will then troll the internet, finding narratives that go alongside that same. That's how an algorithm is formed because it's trying to get all of that same information that might pertain to the. So in the same way that you know, you put in like uh, a hashtag. Yeah. Yeah. Well, essentially, what you're doing is giving uh, parameters and goes to the machine and the algorithm. So then, when you put something in, like your heritage or where you're from, or reference a tag, then it's going to be able to troll the internet to find out I your feel algorithm. Like I've never done that. I it feel like I've never done that. You, no, but it's, it's every, in everything you do. It can be everything you do. It can be even these phones now. Arguably, when you're using something like Snapchat and it has all those triangles that form your facial recognition, yeah. then or you know, my how God, it knows that I need to even, know. Or even you know, the, you know the pixels. You're, saying. No, you're you know, saying my phone knows I need to know. It, no, it doesn't know. <laughs> it will tell you in these one because you know when you go and you do like the face swap or you do like the Pixar things, and then your yeah. face followed it. It's already taken a scan of your face and knows what you are already. So, yeah. it, and if you're talking and you even reference being sensitive about your nose or your appearance, it's listening enough to suggest it to you because. You know, that all capitalism and purchases and stuff and consumerism is largely motivated by shame. So this is now being the usual, the new way it's being able to be marketed to you. So I definitely think that there we are in a simulation, but that's because your conscious mind itself is a function of a simulation. And it's really your subconscious mind that deals with most of your uh, thinking anyway. That's a really solid answer. Yeah. It's a really good question, though. And listeners, I mean, you can tell us about your dreaming stuff. I mean, I think... There's definitely a line to be drawn between whether we are in a simulation or whether we are dreaming. Uh, I don't know. And to different... survive a zombie attack, yeah, you need to get like a big jacket which covers all of your extremities, like your neck, so your, <laughs> your veins and your so your pulmonary vein and correct artery, where all the most blood comes from. Protect that and your wrists. So all of your radial um, veins, you cover those. Yeah. Access to fresh water. Double tap, and just keep running, bro. Just to let you know, I've, I've watched I've watched eleven series almost of the uh, the Walking Dead, and I can tell you categorically, if there is a zombie apocalypse, every human being that survives is going to turn into an absolute fucking asshole. That's so, what Rihanna says. That's like, what Rihanna says. Because I was like, you who wants be a to be certain left? Type of person that wants to survive. You're better off. You're better I off like, zombie. Who wants to live in fear. I think that yeah. I'd happily just you know. And we don't know whether maybe right. you get bit by a zombie and like. Life is amazing. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of human beings, but a lot of human beings uh, live in fear anyway, and uh, kind of live like the thing about zombies, right? Is that the whole part of the zombie thing? Because George A. Romero, kind of the more the more modern zombie archetype that we see now, was created by that director George A. Romero, and the whole zombie thing is supposed to be an allegory for people that want to break free from the simulation. That's why they always go. Oh, bread. that's weird that we've that's asked these go, That's why. That's why they always walk and they ask for brains because they're trying to elevate their consciousness. Maybe we this are is in more a simulation. Proof. Can I just ask one thing quickly? Yeah. You've already asked do. two questions, you like. Just to do with the simulation, because again, another thing that Rihanna said was um, she read a conspiracy theory that um, life didn't li- life doesn't exist before. No, this was. I didn't read this. I made this up. I'm the beginning. Of I'm the so sorry. Okay. Rhiannon has well, started a conspiracy theory. Rhiannon 4chan. That, All right. that life didn't exist before living memory. Right. That's <laughs> complete bollocks. That. Thank you very much. And the rest is a simulation. The rest is a simulation. Yeah, that's, that, that is bollocks, listeners, in case you... Well, no, there's, so, um, but you know what? It, 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 it is relative and subjective because you can only chronicle reality from when you began to experience it. So that's why... Before you, you don't know of any other you. So the real question is, what, what? But exactly, and that should be more comforting because you don't know where you were before you were here, experiencing this form of reality. Because this is only the reality we can understand based on the natural forces, such as gravity. But if there has to be gravity, there has to be anti-gravity, and there has to be matter, there has to be antimatter. So it's not about where we are; it's where we came from as well. Well, it's definitely been an interesting question to start <laughs> this show off, hasn't it, Dane? Loved it. Uh, loved it. Loved it. I have more questions now, but <laughs> well, whatever. Just text me. Classic What's wrong Howie. with you? <laughs> start classic, your own. Start your classic own. Howie squared. <laughs> start, your start, start your own podcast. In it, Maria. Um, Burn Batty Howard wouldn't do this. In it, I wish he was still here. Yeah. And sadly, Burn, he, sadly oh, he died in the great cell suit. Poor, yes, poor okay. block, bum, block bummer Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. My question this week relates to our guests, um, and they are known predominantly for their expertise in the culinary arts, I'd say. Uh, if you go through their Instagram, guys, mam underscore sham underscore, I think it is, you'll yeah. find lots of food. <laughs> could, have, could have learned that by heart, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jesus, excuse me, guys. Like, I've got a full-time job and look after a child. You literally, yeah. like, do you know what? That was the least gassing up anyone's ever done. You're like, okay you can plug food, it at the end. You can Instagram. plug it at the end. Guys, you don't know this. It's not your fault. It's just that the word underscore is a trigger for Howard. So, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah that's, um, that's anyway. <laughs> I was gonna say that I can see here recently Wait, you've eaten <laughs> you've eaten some kind of hot dog, um, that, or something where it says, um, a gusha juang lamb with orange pickled <laughs> carrot and daikon, Korean barbecue sauce, coriander chutney, and fried shallots. Mm. Yeah. Um, I really like now, how you said shallots. Yeah, thank you. Not shallots, and then, shallots. And then, and then when you joined this Zoom, you were eating Doritos and Doritos dip, right? Yeah, um, we eat sweet So my question, my question to you is this, and I take great pride in this question because I'm very opinionated about it. Why do we food snob, right? And, and that question goes in two directions. It goes in the direction of me looking down my nose at you for eating Doritos uh, dip. Yeah. Um, and then the, the other direction it goes in is people who would look at your post on Instagram and go, oh, look at their fucking pretentious hot dog uh, scenario. Um, why do they think that? I'm just happy with a fucking hot dog off the fucking yeah, guy down the train station that's, for me. That's how an impression of, of angry gammon guys. Like, why, why haven't they got a hot dog from a burger van? Hey? <laughs> Brown comes, they're always in all these different cuisines and kitchens. You know, in my day, women stayed in one kitchen. That's what, that's what's going on. I won't, I won't bring gender into this at all. I will, I will merely state that, pe- that food snobbery to me goes in two directions. How do you feel about that? I, do you know what's really interesting that like I feel like I'm like we're seeing a lot in like the food industry at the moment is especially in like uh, the London food scene. There's a real sort of appreciation for what you would think is like not good food. Yeah. So right now, like I can think of like chefs who are like crushing up monster munches and putting them on oysters or like Black Axe Mangal. They do like foie donuts, like donut being like probably like the more like average food, like there's there's such a pendulum in the you, opposite sorry, side. Sorry, Maria, did you say foie gras donut? Yeah, foie gras donut. You heard it here. Foie gras donut. If you, you want to look at the, no, but I do. the cookbook. I definitely <laughs> do. But yeah, but basically, but it's interesting because I think when it comes to like food snobbery, it's almost on a 360 in London, especially because I feel like it's so fucking nonchalant now. Like, look at all of these fucking dudes, like, with their tats, cooking on their show. They're all just there, like, yeah, I'm just going to throw this together. I'm just going to do like... this. I'm just going to do that. Like, there's no sort of, like, thought or process into it, but there is. Is that, like, the gentrification of those foods, though? Do you yes. know what I mean? Like, is yes. it being, like, you know, leave a monster munch alone? Why does it now have to be on top of an oyster mm. in, like, being served to very trendy people that think that? I mean, like, I'm not dissing it as well. It's just, like, yeah. something to think about. But it is that thing, definitely, of, like, anti the tweezers, pro the more, like, accessible foods, but done in a way that maybe makes them less accessible again. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what makes it so interesting to me, is, is that, you know... Um, I like a sausage roll, right? Like I like a love sausage. Oh, I love a scotch egg. Scotch egg is my favorite. 
And but like I can get you, you you could line me up now. We could, in fact, maybe one day we'll meet and we can line up <laughs> twelve sausage rolls of London, right? And we can go all the way down to the bottom end, which I would say is the Greg sausage roll, uh, yeah. right at the bottom end. That's not me, even if they're saying it's me. I don't know what it is. And then you go all the way. I can go into Stoke Newington and find a red onion caramelized uh, sausage roll, and then you know somewhere up further up the end, I can probably find like an eight pound sausage roll made of God. Uh, whatever it would be, um, but like you know, you, and 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 to me that that's that's a good spectrum, and I don't I don't look down on the really expensive one or look down on the really cheap one. But it yeah. seems that people love to look down on. Like Dane, you've got good taste in food, haven't you? You, you love you love spending a few quid on food, I mean, right? You, but you really put me in the spot in front of the ladies, Howard. But yeah, I'll give it a go. Um, <laughs> I, I know you really. No, but I think I do. I do enjoy eat, eating a lot, which is a big part of the appeal of your page and the work you guys do. Um, and I think I do agree with you. I think you know there are uh, like do you remember when burgers started getting quite gassed and like sesame seeds buns weren't good enough for people. So everyone started doing brioche. And then it was like, it wasn't enough to have an onion. You had to have a big old gastro onion ring in there. And the point at which burgers became so big and stacked and loaded that they need a big old pool cue to go through them so they stand up. I was like, it's now become more about the pageantry of the dish rather than the food itself. So I guess for me, the whole food snobbery comes from more the fact that people are really much more focused on the aesthetic and how that's going to be. And that probably comes from, again... Remember, Instagram culture began with people taking pictures of the things they were eating. And so I think the market began to shift towards trying to create dishes that are more aesthetically pleasing without focusing on the practicality and in some cases the taste. So, I mean, I just... um, I feel it infects my home life, Dane. I feel it infects my home life, right? And that's why... well, that's why not my wife. She 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 won't care. But like, I, 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 I look after most. She's in, <laughs> no, she in mean, the like, background of your screen. Who's that woman behind hang you? On, hang on, hang on, hang on, listeners, hang on, listeners. Maybe a simulation behind you now. I look after most of the food in this house. Like I cook most of the food and I bring in look most. Like, as in, like, <laughs> you feed it from. <laughs> How would you just you just walked into that one? Uh, <laughs> but like I I feel like in, like there's so much press around food. She hasn't even like, got the Ocado app. She hasn't even got still, the Ocado still, app. Still digging, Howard. You are still digging. Well, then that's I mean, even. You... <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies. Howard is not aware. Howard, they could be they, these two ladies could be ovulating right now, and you are talking all this grease about Tara. Just, please disregard his comments. I'm not mocking comments. my wife. I'm not Honestly. mocking my wife. I'm not mocking my wife, listeners. I'm to make your that poor, clear. poor wife. Why is <laughs> my loving, my loving happy out. wife. She's a loving, other happy Howard wife. Is still out there. <laughs> you could have been <laughs> with him. Oh. I bet. I, I bet she, other Howard's single as well. You know, just to kick him in the face as well. hundred percent. He goes on. He goes 100%. on dates. He goes on dates and he goes away and he goes. Before we go any further, I need to show you something. And the girl goes, "Why the fuck is neon pink stuck to your bum?" Many years ago, I had an accident. And <laughs> I reckon he's got a really big fear of radiators, and so that really like gets in the way his of him. Like, yeah, his house is ice cold. I reckon that he's just got different coloured neon prints on his bum. Uh, and people were like, that's a cool tattoo, man. Like, have you been to Ibiza? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to uh, see vengeance soon. But yeah, yeah. We'll, tell us we'll about, about your teeth nursery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really want to tell you about my bloody <laughs> wife now, don't I? I've been rinsed for the last week. You know, like those, you know, those automatic baby, like, rockers. It's <laughs> just like, there's just got like, it's like, wait, so I'm actually imagining like a whole nursery filled with food. There's like the that has the little mobile. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Anyway, what, I can't even really remember. Food, food, food snobs, Howard, and sausage rolls. Food snobs. And in my house, right? So in my house, I bring, you know, I order the food, right? And, and, and there are times in my life where I can cook the food. Like tonight, I did a big uh, tray of roasted vegetable and, and chicken breasts, some herbs, just a nice one pot thing, simple, nice, Whatever, easy you whatever. It's cool. We get it. We'll be over in five minutes. It's fine. I'm not trying to impress you. I'm just telling I'm, you what happened. I'm, I'm you that, like, this is simple rosemary and thyme infused. <laughs> I've got lots that I could try. I could try to impress you lots more. Howard, go life. and get the, the truffle oil. Who do they think they're talking to? Are you mad? Go and get the truffle oil, Howard, and show them. 
Oh, fucking hell. I bet you I wouldn't impress you. Well. Trust me, I wouldn't pick my cooking. That would be the really <laughs> yeah, low down on the dinner, list. That's fine. Right, anyway, <laughs> so the point being, like, some nights I've got it in me to cook, and in some nights I'm like, okay, well, look, I, I don't. And um, we've got a child, he's a baby. Like, it's hard. I've got a job at the moment that's very con- life-consuming. So I order ready meals, like, fancy, wanky and overpriced ready meals, right, that sit in my freezer or my fridge. Uh, Charlie Bingham I would put into this category, but I would probably say I've got some that are more expensive than that. And I'm not showing off. I'm merely talking about the fact that I'm a food pond. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a food snob, so I don't feel like I can accept buying a average ready meal because I feel that's a bad thing. But then my, I'm in conflict anyway because I'm buying a ready meal. So that's almost the definition of food snobbery problems is that, okay, it's a ready meal, so you can't take any credit. There's no there's nothing respecting to be respect about this meal. You just put it in the microwave for eight minutes. I don't know, it's mm. complicated. That's a lot do you of psychology. Care about where you're, do you care about where your ingredients have come from? Like, do you care yeah, about produce? So, yeah, and, and my, you know, I buy from my local butcher. Um, I, I, I bought something from, I'm not plugging them, but anyway, All Plants, which I, I actually thought for frozen... Who sponsored meat. today's podcast? <laughs> they don't actually, but they're welcome to. <laughs> they uh, definitely I mean, that's, that's a pretty good... Has anyone tried that? It's a pretty good frozen, you know, ready meal. I'm not recommending it as a lifestyle choice. I'm purely in a do difficult situation with work. When you say um, like a ready meal, what brands are we talking? Like, because uh, for me, like a bougie as fuck ready meal is M and S. Right, so I I've gone above more that. Bougie than that, yeah. But like, gone... I don't want more bougie than M and S because then I would just go out for dinner. And also, it costs the point. same amount to. So, but how would how would? So that, I've got my yeah, limit. But that's that's a London that's a London luxury though. There you go. That's, yeah, true. that's true. Yeah, yeah. And I've got a child, and the child, if I leave him and he's asleep in his house on his own. I could get in trouble for that. My right. wife won't yeah. leave him here. We can't do that. He's too stupid. He's too can't nice. you leave him with the shopping? You would leave. Him <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He just won't put it away. He'll just spread it around the house. Um, <laughs> no, I've, I've got like a ready. I bought a chicken tikka masala frozen that cost me like seven quid the other day. Right? That's like that's a that's taking, that's, that's insane. But like, was that from a restaurant? That's insane. No, it's like, from Ocado. <laughs> no, that's mad to me. Because I really enjoyed in lockdown when loads of restaurants were doing like restaurant, restaurant kits. kits. That I could fuck with. And there's still I, really Bleak, good Bleak Street. Kits. I had Bleak, yeah. Bleak Street burgers. That was good. I, I got a, ble- a kit of that. What did you guys, what did you guys get kits from? Top places. We got Super Ramen. Ramen. That was my favourite really one. Nice, nice, um, nice. We got a patty Agnes and bun. Just done one. Ooh. Yeah, patty and bun. Nice. Chicken mm. sours was good. Yes. Okay. Um, nice, yeah. Nice. We did quite a few. We were fed quite well throughout that. As you, you see, you see, um, the ramen place. Yeah. Do you cut all your own yeah. eggs and stuff? Why? Um, yeah. He does fuzzy eggs. Everything. He makes the noodles from scratch. He does mm-hmm. the broth from scratch. It's not even a North stock pot. And also, I would say the, one of the best things about all these restaurant kits is I've stopped sending flowers to people. Send them. A when dinner. did you ever send flowers to people? You've I never sent that. me flowers. I have. I've got you flowers before. But you see that? You see that? Here, you see that? Can you see that? You see that back there? That's an empty plant pot, yeah, from the flowers you didn't send. <laughs> yeah, Rihanna. But you have got a bottle of Fiji. Someone's doing well. The bottle was almost okay. empty. That's how I look at life. Since I didn't get wow. my flowers. Yeah, imagine being her best friend. It's hard. Well. Um, we, we need some kind of conclusion here where I want to say to the food experts, how do you, how do you, how, what's the best how, way to cope with Let's solve one of more of Howard's rich man I problems. Just, <laughs> I think why are my expensive masala so expensive? I think, and why do they make me feel guilty? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you feel guilty Sorry. for the disgusting acts that you've done to poor Howard and the radiator. <laughs> it wasn't anything to do with me. It's just all each to their own, doesn't it? It's like right. if you want to spend seven quid on a masala, that's. I cool. also think we should pay homage to like what is supposedly not great food. Like I love a scotch egg, but I don't want a fancy scotch egg. I like petrol shop scotch eggs. Those are the ones that do it for me. I want the Greg's sausage roll. Does it have to be a chicken egg, Maria? Or can it be a different kind of egg? I think I had a mini scotch egg with a quail egg in it once. I would fuck with that. Yeah, that was this. Yeah, I would eat that. I would eat that. But the, the point is, is it's like everyone's already fetishizing like working class food and like mm. putting it into like, like Rhiannon said, like into oysters or whatever. And that's fine. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't pay attention to it in its unique and original state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've got to love the original. If you can't have him at his zero, you can't have him at his 
ten. Is zero As is probably better one than 10. or one. Quite often, one. I don't know. You know, one. you know, um, and just and on top of, uh, to further your point as well, Maria, because it's a really good point as well. Yeah, is that like people understand that a lot of dishes that we eat are a function of necessity. So, like people, I remember like a lot of comedians always go, "How come they eat curry in India when it's so hot and the curry's hot?" <laughs> and they don't understand that obviously the long process of seasoning and marinating food in India mm-hmm. is also to change the salinity of the meat to stop it from yeah. uh, decaying or rotting in that kind of temperature, so that. Uh, yeah, it's a natural preservative as well. Is that also that's why uh, pies were made as well in this part of the world? Is that the pie used to be airtight to stop anything from flying inside and ruining what was inside? So that's where that's airtight really pastries came from as well. <clears throat> That's really right. good. Mm. Well, I feel like I've made myself uh, into a kind of spectacle of food idiotcy uh, in this question. <laughs> sorry, we did actually go in there. Um, no, we did. I'm sorry, Howie. No, 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 I feel Expect fine. Some flowers or Poor Howie too. He had a question about food snobs and he was completely condescended upon by <laughs> these mean dinner lady girls. Yeah. <laughs> dinner ladies nice I bet you that when this podcast is never going to go live now never. you're going to cut us out no 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 we need the we need the content Dave <laughs> over to you for the final question of today's show absolutely now you guys are very clearly are good friends uh, as well as uh, run a, a very good business uh, together um, so my question is to both of you but here comes the scenario first and the question is to both of you to answer individually mm-hmm. all right so, okay. but I'm posing a question to both of you. All right. So, Rhiannon and Maria. Maria and Rhiannon. Rhiannon and Maria calls you and says, Babe, guess what? This motherfucker asked me to marry him and I said yes. Right? That's the first part. So, Maria Rhiannon's getting married and she goes, Babe, before you even open your mouth, obviously you're made of honor. Are you dumb? Now, second of all, listen, I've got to be real with you. He's got bread and he said, he wants you to be in charge of catering. We want an a la carte meal and I want you to pick all the dishes. All he wants to know is, what's it going to be? I feel like I know this. Mm. I so feel like I know this. planning your a la carte sit-down meals before the speeches for each other's weddings. For each other's weddings. First of all, okay, congratulations. Cool. Thank you so much. And congratulations to you. Second of all, if he's really rich, just get pregnant. Honestly, I'm bored of working. <laughs> oh, no, you're, already pre- you're both already pregnant. Like, you know you're like. Oh, okay. so that's why you get married. Okay. But he's still oh, got money. Though. Yeah. You don't get... Don't get okay. It's like a whirlwind romance, isn't it? And he's like... He okay. just went out, okay. he went out okay. to Dubai to this dude doom buggying. Next thing you know... Is he cute? I think I mean, one of the annoyed if a whirlwind Is he cute? He's marrying your best friend. Of course he's cute. I mean, he's I never going to be good enough. Anyway, let's not digress from this. <laughs> <It's laughs> anyway, but the point is, of course, he's cute. He's good. At, he's just about good enough for her. Okay, so do I have to think of him in this three-course meal, or is it just purely Rhiannon? That I'm you know, you don't about? want to. So no, you don't. Okay, have to so think I'm, I don't know why I asked the question. Okay, yeah, remember, your friend up. after after this day, guys, you're not going to see each other as often. So this is going to potentially oh, be the last meal you enjoy together okay. as Mamsham. Yeah, before oh you become man sham plus husband. marriage ends life. I don't I think do. it ends life, but you know, <laughs> it means you won't be able to... Uh, yeah. Howard's going nodding. Howard's going to be coming Howard's like, uh, we are killed exactly. and laughing across Asia. Maybe you'll be like, yeah, we used to do this thing. We used to do this thing, Nan Shan or something. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I can't exactly. remember her name. We used to know each other. <laughs> and it means that you have to... It just means that there'll be three people come to Super Yard Ramen and some of that might not get all the private jokes. So that's what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So for starters, I'd probably do like oh, because because money's no object as well. Money's no right? object. So all we need got, is exp- explanation. I know for each that dish. Maria's favorite foods don't need a lot of money. Yeah, but you know that I'm shallow. So like you've got a really got to look good. <laughs> yeah. I think that's where you know a lot that of the I'm money's going to go is the styling. I think it's not going to be about the product. It's going to be about how it's presented. Like, I don't care about the insides. Well, just think out. of it this way: like this is like you're going to use this uh, this menu as a way of showing as a testament to your friendship so okay. the, 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 the dishes oh that you choose can have some kind of significance regarding your friend uh, your friendship so it could be like okay. we're having this for the stars because we had this when we went here and it was one of the best times we went out okay so, okay, okay. money, money cuisine so, and nothing or courses is no object you have it however you want because it's your friend so wherever you want okay okay first course then mm. i would get every i would get it would be catered by that restaurant that we went to in lisbon do you remember that incredible seafood place that we went Ramira, to? Ramiros. Ramiros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was honestly like... Heaven. It was heaven. Like we died. 
and the yeah I would <laughs> get an absolute feast yeah. by them and it would be very handsy mm. very like indulgent mm. like over the top there'd be seafood towers can I just say that I would like you to be by my side helping me peel I'm extra. peeling every peel yeah. okay, I'm good. peeling every prawn you can't okay, do it in the dress like, don't worry about that yeah 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 I, I'll you, have a bib you will have a bib that will be tied like around the face yes so it starts yeah. from like a, the like head, a reverse pail but like a reverse yeah. veil. So you lift exactly. the veil and, yes. and then the bib comes down. Yes. With the exactly. inside. But there will also be something at the bottom of the big bib to collect everything that falls. Yes. And the peasants can eat that. And that will be fed. We're barbarians, obviously. So, so. That will be fed to the husband. Oh. I'll tell him that it's a really important I love that. I that really love that. And when he goes, but Rhiannon, it smells like seafood. What do you say then? I say tuck in, bitch. Tuck in, honey. Turn <laughs> your hands and knees. And you go, that's my dog. That's, it. that's my dog. <laughs> that's my guy. You know, in America, where they like have that weird ceremony where the man takes the garter off of the woman. Yeah. I would sit Maria in a chair in the yes. middle of the dance floor with a bit with of calamari. And calamari he would ring. have to eat. Yeah, he would have to a eat big, the seed. A big, cal- a big cal- calamari ring around her thigh. Yeah, he oh, on my big toe. <laughs> the giant sweater. <laughs> All right, yeah, so you've said the caterers, okay. but you've got to so tell got... us all of the individual dishes and stuff because I want to know. It's just well, a seafood no, no, platter. Like cool. Okay, like, what, what happens in the main? What happens in the main course then? Okay. Howard's already hungry course. now. Now Howard's hungry. I feel like mm. I feel like we'd want very similar things. Do you know what I mean? Like you're asking both of us, but I think that we shall I do my starter and then we can agree yeah. on a main. Yeah, let's do that and then we'll agree. Yeah. Okay. So for Rhiannon's starter, I would I would honestly it would just be. So Rihanna would be in the middle of the room and there would be... A spotlight. A spotlight. <laughs> okay, Rihanna's in the middle of the room. A spotlight comes onto her. We slowly see cheese around her feet and you're inside a massive Derrily Dunker. Oh, yes. And each Dunker is like human size and inside the Dunker is your husband. What? Like, yeah. Inside, inside the he may, have, he may have died in this process by the sounds of it, but... Why do you think I did that? <laughs> they married. She got, she got it out. Um, so it's a massive Derrily Dunker fountain mm, and, I'm, fountain. and I'm there dancing around it. Am I, are my feet in the cheese? Mm, do you want them to be? You know, it's your day. Mm-hmm. That was a test. No, no <laughs> I don't. I would say it's an, an immersive experience. I want to have like a few conceptual dancers running around as well. Yeah. Like it's quite chaotic. But well, it's like some kind of holograms or some kind of animatronic but edible pieces of cheese that dance around you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be nice, yeah. Like it's going to be conceptual for sure. But yeah, basically. Okay, so on the one hand, we have a prawn. Dunkable. Well, on the one hand, we have a prawn paradise. See, a on the other hand, we have some kind of cheese. And dairyly yeah. dunkable. Some cheese yeah, theatre, basically. Yeah, cheese and theater. there is a point with both of our starters, apparently, that we are solo in the middle of the room. <laughs> happiest day of your lives yeah. how are we going for the main courses then what were you you said you, you said you're both on the same thing i have a feeling that we're going to want something similar why don't you do a one two three and say it and see what, what see if you oh, say the same no. thing okay. Could break up no, Manchan now. I, I, just think <laughs> i think i know look into my eyes you know who okay. we are one okay. two Three chicken <laughs> Yeah, there, this is the end of Mam Sham. There, everyone. If you case uh, anyone was a fan, not even a Kia. Chicken. Oh, chicken. Sorry, right. chicken Kia. I didn't mean a chicken Kia. It was close though. Chicken and chips. That was close. That was pretty really close. Chicken Kia. Yeah. She said duck and pancakes. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's okay, so, yeah, Rhiannon's yeah, is better. Rhiannon's is better. Yeah, but you can both have separate ones. I know that that's what I want. So you have duck and pancakes there. Yeah, quick we're getting married to each other. I'm the rich man. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> I am okay, the wealthy wait, 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 man. That's fine. That's fine. As long as the food's still there. All right. So <laughs> pancakes for Rhiannon and chicken escalop and chips for Maria or the other way around? Actually, I don't want chips. I would mean, like mashed potatoes. Mash, yeah. So mash side of mash. And it's a Kiev. And a, it's a chicken Kiev. Kiev with sorry, I, got, uh, I did get, I think I got a bit overwhelmed. Sorry. sorry. It's it a very special day. Home. There's a lot of emotion on this day. So <laughs> It was a bit much for me. I mean, your husbands have just died and now you two have married. <laughs> so yeah. the last thing going on. Um, so do you, Death by cheese. Do you, Death by cheese. That little known cheese. appetizer. Like poison sauce as well for you? Oh, oh for God's sake. A plenty. A plenty. Like a, like a fountain of it. So you can yeah. I think there would just be like a running stream yes. through the middle of the table. Yes. Like, you know, there's this place in Japan yes. where they, it's got like a stream. Yes, I've seen noodles this. Out. 
Yes. This would just be like a continuous stream of plum of sauce. sauce. Yes. Of plum sauce. Nice. I think that's yeah. a really good idea. And what about the Kiev? Because the Kiev's yeah, got the uh, garlic butter filling. No, is that, is that also comfort, cascading? No, it's our comfort food. And I think that I've, I think I have picked that wrong. I don't think that's right for a wedding. All right, but let me tell you something, Maria. Okay, marriage is difficult. Okay, and it's about no. in sickness and in health, and for better or for worse. So and maybe yeah. the comfort would be good. Yeah, maybe we made yeah, a mistake, but that's maybe. why your wife is there to pick you back Will up. Will you take me back? Will you send me some flowers? For I would appreciate. Your depends I'd appreciate depends what she picks for dessert. Depends yes, what she no, picks for dessert. Shit, we haven't got dessert. So I feel like you would just want more cheese, but we've already had cheese, so we're going to have to do something sweet. No, no, yeah, no, no. It's your maybe day. Listen. Like, your choices, guys. <laughs> Not attention. You can have more I cheese if you want, guys. I think that I think we do want something sweet, though. I think we want something sweet. I think that I think the, you want chocolate. I think I might want mousse. A chocolate mousse. I think yeah, I want I mousse. Again, yeah. a huge. Portion but I want it to be huge. Poured down from the ceiling. From the gods on Mount Olympus. <laughs> In a huge squeezy tube. Oh, that would be nice. It could be like you know that. What are those things? Um, is it like in the in the post office or something <laughs> you know like those tubes where loads of posts comes out yeah. of it. do you know what I mean and it's got yeah. a handle on it you yeah. just have that but with chocolate mousse yeah. and then you'd just be dragging it down the room and everyone so would get their basically you want, like, but you want, you want it to be the same yeah. consistency so some kind of like mousse extinguisher yeah, like a, like, a, like, a, like a fire extinguisher mechanism, but like a moose, so you can just go. That's, that's actually we should hire them. Yeah. We should that's do a that. Idea. Yeah, I am actually really available good. for weddings, so <laughs> thank God. Sometimes what, for for organizing the food or doing comedy. I mean, those aren't mutually exclusive, Howard. Hey, <laughs> that's literally what we do that's for a living. Howard, <laughs> that was all about. Like food or comedy? Uh, yeah, both actually. You literally <laughs> did not do your homework. I'm like, sorry, but I know that you can get some really big guests, but just humble yourself for a moment, please, Howard. I, do that. I know exactly who you are. I know exactly who you are. Ma'am underscore Sham. Exactly. Do you, do you, do you think, because Howard is normally much more cordial, do you think maybe their personalities were swapped in the fire? I think that we've got the wrong Howard. And I think we'll only know tonight when he goes to bed and looks in the camera and like smiles. <laughs> Surrounded by his Ocado shot. Howling. Yeah. His cauliflower pillows. Wait, hold on. So so me Maria's gonna have moose. So you have moose on tap. You got the I'm moose on tap. on tap. And Rihanna, what are you going for? I think you'd like a rice pudding, maybe. Do it. I could have a little rice pudding. Bit heavy though. I do want to do a lot of dancing. Yeah, this is and also true. you had all that, all that cheese. Your husband is going to have one stank honeymoon. <laughs> Gassy girl. Yeah, I know. Gassy girl. <laughs> Gassy girl. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> in sickness and in health. That's for sure. Over the he will not be carrying it. I'll be. I'll be there. That's yeah, Maria's so. plan to weigh me down. Yeah. Nice. So she. So you don't. Me. So you don't want. You don't want a serious. So we go. Are we going charcuterie boards then, or are you going for a actual? I think charcuterie board doesn't. I mean, like, I would want more. It doesn't like, scream opulence. It me. doesn't scream opulence. Unless maybe the charcuterie board's made out of gold. <laughs> it can be. Listen, gold it's your wedding. Money's no object. I okay, so I want all the waiters to I just know. hold each cheese and I cut I slice the cheese in their hand. In their hand. Nice. I'm that rich. And their hands. Let me are, tell you something. Let me tell you something, guys. <laughs> as 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 the as the one of the four the four of us who, who who've gone through this process, mm. um, I'm gonna share something with you and the listeners, which is to say on that day, um, it, 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 it's, it's interesting looking back how little the food meant to me. And I'm someone who cares about food, right? And it's, and it's weird how I think a lot of thought goes into it, all the testing and the taste, all that shit goes into it. But in the end, I think you're so obsessed with this day that you could literally just get a load of frozen Kievs out of the oven. And, and you know what? I'd be quite happy because I'm just happy to have this Day. I don't believe you. I don't all. believe that at all. That's absolutely <laughs> That is bullshit. I'm just happy to get married. You What's the fine. point then? What's the point of getting married unless there's a day to be ridiculous? <laughs> like genuinely. Also, what's the point? you probably don't care about the food because it was good. If it was bad, yeah, you'd be really you upset because yeah. I've Look, been to a wedding. Do you know what Howard's trying to do now? He's trying to make it up to his wife, and actually, we can <laughs> yeah. see right through that. Because I'm telling you right now that if the catering is bad at the wedding, <laughs> Dane, you Dane, would. Who are these people you invite? You, you get 
Who are you? Two of the funniest people I've ever met. Says the man who gets a seven pound chicken tikka. Don't actually. Can I also say one special thing about Howard's wedding as well? Is knowing that somewhere in the world there was another Howard who put on his clothes knowing he went going nowhere. He's like, he's like, uh, we're still going, aren't we? And his wife was like, come on, Howard, let me put the dressing on. I don't need it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the voice you well, give him. <laughs> Howard, what did you eat on your wedding day? Um, uh, <laughs> shit, I can't remember. I know there was, I know there was lamb. There was definitely some lamb for the main. Uh, <laughs> okay. There would have been a chocolate dessert of some kind. I can't remember what it was. This is what I mean. I don't, I genuinely don't think it matters. Look, like, this is just my opinion on weddings. Like, you can't, it all gets turned into this materialistic thing and, and, and you have all these things that you're building it around. And then Because in the actually end, weddings are set around such a loving thing of a man giving a woman to another man. Well, <laughs> uh, there's, also, there's also same-sex marriage as well now, Maria. Yeah, yeah, but it's not what weddings yeah. are based in. It's not like yeah. that. That's not marriage. That's not what marriage was made for. Marriage sure. was literally made for. Let me let me try and give true. it some. Let me give it try and give it some conclusion before we let you plug Sorry, your. Sorry, my thing. bad, now. Right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm sucking on the Dorito. I'm sucking on the Dorito. I'm absolutely <laughs> to not make noise. Um, it's, uh, it, it's the it's the only day of your life where if you're lucky, um, if you, and this is what I mean, if you are lucky, obviously that that you will have every person that you love and respect in one place. Except Howard. Except Howard. He's just at the window tapping. Except old Burt Batty. Except Burt Batty Howard. 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 We lost contact. What can I tell you? We lost contact. Can we please please do a follow-up with him? I'm finding Howard. Uh, I could easily get... I've got his number right here. What does his surname begin with? I'm not doing. I'm not doing his surname in case it upset him. <laughs> if I lost, if I lost ten percent of my batty in a blockbuster fire, I think I'd get a lot forward. People would be like, "My leg," and he'd be like, "You got problems." Let me tell you a story. Uh, Dane, <laughs> ask him what they want to plug. Let me go home. <laughs> well, <laughs> would, would you, just, he's got a seven pound tikka to eat. Just, just to say, guys, um, now that you've seen the uh, menus. Now you've seen the respective menus from each other. Are you both happy to go ahead with this with your respective weddings? Um, yeah. Only if the groom is Rhiannon and I'm the bride. Yeah. This I is just the menu for the next Mamsham now. Pretty much. <laughs> but that, that, work, yeah. that works too, because every Mamsham mm. event is like your own wedding day. Um, it pretty much it actually is. is like yeah. our wedding day. It's we very have, we always have a, snow, a slow dance at the end. Which is a, great, it's a great cue to, to hear what you can tell our listeners about what it is that you do. And where they can, when the next thing you're doing, mm. I should say. Mm. Yeah, so we basically do big events for lots of people of three courses inspired by three comedy acts. So you basically watch an act, you have your starter, another act, main, other act, and then dessert. And the idea is to bring the play. Yes, there's lots of immersive experiences out there, but we have a real sort of like emphasis on quality. So the food is made by like amazing chefs. We collaborate with amazing kitchens and our lineups are always 10 out of 10. We want more people to be having fun, eating, laughing and drinking. And also, it's not pretentious. To go back to your thing about yeah. food snobbery, like we want everyone to feel inclusive. included. Because I think with like interactive dining, like you can either go like Heston Blumenthal, which is like very expensive and like not inclusive at all. <clears throat> or you can pay £80 to watch some cabaret while eating a chicken parma ham. And that's just not good. <laughs> So like we put we put so much detail into like what we do. So for like, I'm trying to think of like a good example of something that we've done. Like Kojo Annan's dessert. Which one was that? So like he spoke about going to going first class, like flying first class. Oh yeah. Um, and so we served everyone dessert as though they were on a first class plane. So we gave everyone like we did a cold towel because it was the middle of summer and it's incredibly hot. But everyone got like a jelly prosecco glass and like. We did um, earplugs, like edible earplugs, uh, chocolate mousse actually, but and they was all on white trays with the aeroplane cutlery and all that. Yeah, and the menu was like the aeroplane ticket. So it's like 
using food and props to elevate what the comedian has just spoken about um so that the joke is kind of like continued but yeah we just want like we just want people to have lots of fun eating howard howard are you hearing how good this sounds for a show Imagine, oh, if, imagine if comedians uh, joined Mamsham for a uh, three-course meal, and between that they discuss their careers and the like, and then they serve them this food, and they don't even know. Like, don't say this in a public space, Dane. Someone steal <laughs> Howard wants business. to produce our show. Yay! Thank Howard. you, Howard. Great. Oh, if only I had. You know, Howard will be time. at yours in ten minutes. Get the team. Oh, it's a shame <laughs> this episode's ending. Yeah, oh, what a shame. We can't talk about this longer. <laughs> no, but there is actually a little bit. I've left with my son for his lunch tomorrow. Um, <laughs> oh, but on, none on for the, your wife, though. <laughs> none, for, none for your wife. She got, she got to earn it, didn't she? Isn't that right, Howard? Um, so, um, uh, on yeah, that, on that I'm, glad all, I'm glad you all enjoyed yourself. We thoroughly did. I'd like to say as well, I'd like to say as well to listeners out there, definitely, uh, if you have the time and the inclination, definitely check out Mam Sham's events, um, great comedy and food, because they are fans of both. And um, yeah, if you like uh, what's done on this podcast, then you'll definitely enjoy Mam Sham um, because they've always been very supportive from the beginning so thank you so much for coming on the show guys thank you so much thank for having us the check is not too cold I don't have to put it back in the microwave I'm not, I will be invoicing you for the second takeaway that I'm going to have to get listen yeah <laughs> just send me the address and I will send you the, the, the set meal for two right now bro <laughs> but what I'm not oh, sending you I refuse to send you like anglicised Chinese dishes like I'm not sending you any chips or spare ribs that's fine yeah that's just fine keep it real Extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.